Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we're back in Loretto, Kentucky at Maker's Mark, doing another special edition on some special releases for the state of Ohio. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how you doing today? Pretty good. You know, it's been a while since we recorded. Uh, oh, yeah. Had a couple special uh, holidays. Got some nice picks and everything. Um, yeah, you did real good. You did real well this uh, this holiday season. Yeah. We got yeah, a, a special episode coming up down the road. Yeah, I don't want to release too much yet on that, but uh, keep that a surprise for when we record it and post it. But yeah, that'll let's, be a special episode. Yeah, let's just say Andy won a lottery over the over the holiday break. Yeah, so, got uh, lucky. We're looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, but you, so you had a good break overall. You were out in yeah. California, right? Yeah, I was out in California um, week before Christmas, so avoided some of the shitstorm that came through ohio yeah. yeah the weather was horrible man it was crazy luckily course, there was no house damage to my house yeah thank goodness yeah we were uh like we just didn't leave the house for like several days because of the the cold and the snow and then we all got sick too so we actually did ended up celebrating our christmas last night because like our oh. whole family was sick for christmas so um we actually you know we finally got to do it got some some presents and we got to hang out with people so that was, that was fun but yeah it's uh the break's over. It's a new year, and we're we're ready to get back at it. So, Andy, why don't we jump into this new episode of uh, this new Maker's Mark episode? Because we got some really cool expressions we're gonna be trying today. Of course, yeah. So, if you want the full breakdown of what Maker's Mark, um, like the history of it, at least um, that we recorded, uh, we did record. I know we've recorded at least one or two other like special editions of Makers, but um, for like the full distillery breakdown, basically. Uh, we covered them in episode, I think all the way back in episode four. Can you stop knocking that over? Um, but We have a new, a new member of the family that likes to cause trouble. Yeah. Um, but they were, just for a brief synopsis, um, you know, they were originally founded in 1954, um, at least Maker's Mark as we know it, by uh, Bill Samuels, who um, he ended up buying... The Burks Distillery then, and renaming it, I forget exactly when, but renaming it um, Maker's Mark, and their first release, um, or their first like run of distillate and everything was bottled and released as um, bourbon um, four years later in 1958, um, and it's something that, you know, they released, of course, in their, what is now at least, like, 50-something years, 70-something years on, ish um you know their iconic red dripping wax down the down every bottle that they have um in their most common expressions you know like that kind of squat square bottle with that dripping down and then their uh, insignia and a lot of that was actually um his wife's idea was to do their like iconic that iconic slightly tilted label like brown label with their insignia the s iv um and then the red wax was his, um, it was all the idea of his wife. And she was the one that originally, when they established a distillery, the one that would always dip it. Yeah. The, then, uh, the special release bottles kind of have a different look. Slightly um, different. How would you describe it? Kind of like a, like a glass ovally shape, maybe? A little bit. They're, yeah, they're a little bit more, I would say they're almost a little bit squatter and thicker version of... Almost like an Angel's Envy bottle. Yeah. Um, for sure. 
just a little bit more width the girth there to them and without kind of like the little flare at the bottom. Right. They still have like the kind of cream labels, but it's a smaller label. And then a lot of the stuff is actually etched right into the glass. Yeah. They etch really or painted cool. right onto the glass. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. And of course, they're um, one of the few, at least in the American markets, in the bourbon market specifically, that is a um, wheat mash bill. So that ins- instead of, you know, traditionally a corn, rye, and barley mash bill, um, they do, um, they replace the rye with wheat, which gives it, for most of them at least, if not all of them, a little bit smoother of a taste um, to the palate, to most people's palate, especially their um, iconic, just their standard offering that they release. Sure. Um, and they also, something that most other, or at least not all distilleries do, um, they also heat cycle their barrels during the um, aging process in each warehouse. Uh, they release, or they basically bought, dump the barrels and bottle them after roughly five years. Um, but that heat cycling, what that allows is them, you know, if it's super hot, it allows those barrels to get some super hot exposure in like the tops of the warehouses during during some periods of time and some like really cooler weather or cooler temperatures down at the bottom of the warehouse. Um, so it allows them to kind of get exposure to every, as much as they can control it, every part of the warehouse. Sure. All their warehouses that they have. Uh, of course, they have a few different um, offerings to just that traditional maker's mark that I was talking about. They're um, Maker's 46, oh, yeah. which is their cask strength. Both of those come in the same bottle, but slightly different labels. Sure. Um, and both, then, both good. Yeah, both good. Very good. I, lo- I love the Maker's 46. It's just kind of like an everyday yeah. drinker. Yeah. and Or no, I think it's a cask strength and then they have a separate 46. Yeah. But either, either way, like all they three actually, of those. They just recently changed the 46 to no longer be in the... It's like in Tall the tra- bottles. Yeah, it's like it's in, in the that traditional, traditional bottle, bottle now. Yeah. yeah, it just has like the forty six on it. Yeah, I think in like the last one or two years is when they did that yep. for the Maker's forty six. Um, so it comes in the same bottle with more or less the same label, just slight changes over what traditional Maker's Mark looks like. Yeah. Um, and then of course they have a mint julep mix, which is uh, of course iconic during the Derby, during Kentucky Derby season, and uh, during that time too, you know they also. Uh, release special like painted bottles with the horses on on them and everything for the Kentucky Derby, um, and then they also have like s- numerous different like limited editions that they release directly from the distillery. One of which we'll be trying today, yeah. um, the BRT01, and then they also have like makers store picks, mm. state picks, single barrels, whatever that you can pick out. Sure, and that's one that we're. That's the second one we'll be trying today. Um, yeah. It was one, it was the um, smoked maple glaze that they were, that the state of Ohio, OHLQ, um, picked out. I want to say it was their, it was from 2022, and I want to say it was their summer pick gotcha. from Makers that they released. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that one, uh, or that one's actually from March of the last year. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, so... That's pretty much everything about them, cool. at least in a synopsis. Yeah. So um, as Andy mentioned, uh, we're gonna so we're gonna start off with the BRT uh, 01. That's one of the two main uh, 2022 limited releases from the Wood Finishing series. And I just want to go through the label here real quick. Uh, they said the tasting notes include deep caramelized barrel notes, accented with some toastiness and a warm finish. It's uh, the stave details. It has 10, uh, 10 virgin toasted American oak staves. 
comes in at a proof a proofage of 109.4. Ooh. So uh, let's, uh, without further ado, let's go Get ahead and, and give it a taste. As always, uh, we're going to start with the nose. Cheers, Cheers. sir. Pretty good. I mean, I would describe it pretty standard maker's nose, but yeah. a little bit amped up, um, partially because of the proof. Yeah, I think you get the yeah you get the proofage. It's very feels very warm in the nose, and I mean, I get a little bit of the caramel. Yeah, That's a, yeah, I agree, but like, it's pretty standard. I, yeah, I think fairly standard for what maker's is. But like I said, you know, some of those notes are just slightly like those caramel or vanilla sure. notes are just, just slightly turned up, amped up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, let's give it a taste. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Definitely um, drinks as a 109, if not more. Yeah. If not higher. Yeah. But it's, it's fairly... <clears throat> I definitely get the warm finish that they mentioned. Yeah. It definitely gives you that Kentucky hug oh, that yeah. Prefidge does on it. Um, but it lingers around... Like, the taste lingers around on the palate. Um, yeah. Kind of get a little bit... You getting any of the caramelized uh, barrel that they talked about in here? I mean, kind of. Yeah, I wouldn't it's... describe it as caramelized barrel. I'd describe it more as like um, caramel notes or vanilla notes to me than caramelized oak or barrel. Gotcha, yeah. No, I agree. Um, you can get the caramel, though, a little bit. Yeah. Definitely still a good... I mean, they did a good job with it. It's just kind of... Real good Kentucky hug, for sure. Yeah. For, um, a, for a special release, I would have ex- personally expected maybe a little bit more oomph on some of those flavors yeah i do agree though because we did the, i think we did the uh, special releases the fae one of the, or what are they we, we, yeah, we one did, of the two faes yeah, from last, last year. year and i do think it was a little more impressive i will yeah. say um they had the b I, they, they had the brt02 available i passed on it just because i you know it's I just you want to try the first yeah, one necessarily that, yeah, see if you it, want the second exactly yeah. i didn't want to buy two at the same time and just prices and everything so because i want yeah. to say this ran about 70 bucks or yeah it was pretty, a lot of their it was not cheap so yeah a lot of their limited releases at least in 70, ohio 75 yes are like in the 70 75 yeah, price range for sure but it, but good uh but again just not you, you would think with a, re- a limited release for the year it would be a little more uh, impressive yeah. But all right, guys, we're going to finish off uh, this uh, limited release, and then we're going to come back with Andy's uh, Ohio pick. All right, folks, we're back, and we're going to do our second uh, limited release of Maker's Mark uh, Tasting. Andy, I'm going to throw to you on this one. Yeah, so this one, again, is part of their private selection series, um, which that's basically if you want to do, like, if states want to do the picks, like, oh, in Ohio where they have the state-controlled liquor division and everything, or, you know, you want to do your own private barrel, anything like that. That's how you do it. But again, it's another one that's part of their wood finishing series, much like the BRTO one or the FEA, FAE ones we did previously. Yeah. Um, but this one, this was an OHL, OHLQ exclusive for 2022. Um, it's their smoke, smoked maple glaze. Mm. Um, and the safe profile was one baked American pure, two um, French cuvées, four makers, 46 uh, staves hmm. and then one French mendiant and two toasted French spice. Wow, uh, get some complexity with this one. Yeah, and this one's um, it was I'm assuming dumped and bottled in March of 2022, but then I don't think it was released until like 
the summer of 2022 when uh, Ohio got the bottles to release. Gotcha. That's at least when I was able to pick up the bottle. Sure. Uh, locally here. And it's bottled at 111.3 proof. Wow. Let's do it. Do the tasting. As always, we're going to start with the nose. Hmm. Kind of a little bit of the smoke in there I kind of get, but I get overwhelmingly, again, still a little bit of that maker's hint, but a little bit more like maple. Yeah. Um note in there for it i agree on the nose it's very traditional makers but like you said with a little with yeah. the maple turned up like it's kind of like a toast your maple oh yeah note on it for sure let's uh give it a taste cheers, cheers. sir wow that's really good especially for that proofage yeah it's very good it still drinks very strong. Oh, of course. But you get a little of that mapley sweetness that makes it like a little more tamped down, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, lingers mainly... a lot on the palate. Yes. Doesn't quite go down, give you that Kentucky hug as much as the uh, BRTO one did for me. Right. No, I agree. Despite it being two proof points higher, roughly. Um, yeah, I do think the BRT drinks like a higher proofage. Yeah. Um, Any other notes that you picked up on that? I get a little bit of like, kind of like toasted oak or something from the barrel. Sure. Um, like there's that slight hint of it for me on this one. Um, yeah. But again, other than that, it's just kind of like very mellow, despite that proof and everything. Smooth sure. drinker. Absolutely. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, listen, leave a review, share on social media, follow us on Instagram. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Excuse me. Uh, Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America, we'll be here to drink with you next week.